stop trying to be like everybody else. Like, <laughs> Uh, and and just take take the first step. Those those two things are pretty. You you'll hear that on pretty much every entrepreneur thing that you go part of. But big thing, just love love what you do and keep on trying to do it. Uh, it's it may not work the first time. Welcome to East Idaho Entrepreneurs Podcast, inspiring stories from local people and businesses you likely already know and trust. Here is your host, third-generation family business entrepreneur, Renee Oswald. Welcome back to another episode of East Idaho Entrepreneurs. This is the only podcast where you're going to hear origin stories of entrepreneurs, business owners, and influencers across East Idaho. For the regular listeners, welcome back. And for the new listeners, thank you for joining us. You're going to be inspired, and you will also get to know some of your neighbors a little better. So thanks for being here. Today, we're going to hear from a local businessman who's been inspired to create a space for the entertainers out there where we can also be entertained. So welcome, David Moran of Servants Heart Entertainment. Hello, how are you? Good. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. This is an interesting concept, which I don't think everybody maybe even understands what Servants Heart Entertainment is. So will you take a minute and just help the listeners to know what this business is? Absolutely. Uh, Servants Heart is all about music, fun, and have it all be being safe. Uh, our our biggest our biggest goal is to have great music come out of Idaho Falls and uh, to see young young uh, young or old artists uh, come out and and do the things that they love. So why? Like, um, are, are you a musician? What inspired you to want to create a space space? Because this is not just. This is not just, there's a recording studio here. There's a, a space like that you have a club. Space, yeah, yeah thank you, event space, <laughs> couldn't come up with that. Um, it's it's kind of this all, you're right, it's very focused on yeah. music, but what was it? So I've always loved music ever since I was extremely little, driving around in the car listening to, listening to Michael Buble and Luther Vandross with my mom and singing along. Uh, and it's always been a dream of mine to be involved in music in some way. I've never been that great at music in all reality. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't until the last few years where I actually started getting pretty decent. Uh, but grow, all growing up, I just wished that somebody would take me under their wing and then help me out. Uh, and I was introduced to to um, to uh, rap music. I, I mainly grew up with jazz and R and B. But then when I was introduced to rap music, I fell in love with with rap and I and it became a big part of my life uh, and then I had a couple mentors who took me under their wings when I became a Christian and they showed me they showed me how to live live as a Christian and also how to do music because they were all they were all rappers and they uh, they kind of gave me my start of the start of that and that was and that's kind of what eventually birthed into all this was to for us to be the people that we needed when we were growing up to give people an avenue to do music and to do it well because uh, it always it always sucks to post something and you're like ah, I don't think this is as, as good as I it could have gone and so we're we're here to to make it make dreams come true really yeah to have those advisors to tell me whether this this is anything that I'm doing or yeah. maybe you could change this or do this little yeah. thing because every every great person always had the person that they looked up to and uh, inspired them and that's why and that's we want to be the we want to provide that avenue for people. So based on your name, your name is Servants Heart Entertainment. It feels like this is a faith-based type of an organization. Is that a true statement? 
So uh, the two owners, me and James Manzanares, we we are both Christians, and we both and uh, James grew up in the church. I became a Christian around my, around high school. Uh, I I wouldn't say that the business itself is faith based because we because we we like to have we like to anybody to come in. We're not going to turn anybody away because we they don't have the same beliefs as us. But uh, but we do run things with the faith based mindset of serving people, loving people, and uh, and treating treating everybody with all the love that we can. Really. Now it, that also translates to. Um, the club it's a sober club right yeah. you guys aren't serving alcohol here yeah uh, at the club we don't serve we don't serve alcohol uh, we uh, smoking isn't allowed in the club uh, it's a clean and sober club and uh, just a fun environment where people can have a good time and so why did you feel like there was a need for that in the community uh, honestly because I like to party uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love to have a uh, I love have to have a great time. I've been to clubs in the past, and I and I don't mind going to a club that has alcohol and stuff. It's not a big deal to me. Uh, I might have a, a few drinks every once in a while, but there's a there's a group of people which I'm included in most of the time where I just want to have a good time and not have to worry about anything crazy happening. Yeah. Uh, or have to uh, worry about somebody drinking too much and somebody getting in the fights. Uh, and and really, when we looked at the the teenagers in this area. They don't have anything to do, and when you're 21, when you're 18 and up, and you don't and you don't drink, the most that you're going to be doing is going to a park, going to a friend's house, uh, going to a, a, a church organized thing. That that in a church, uh, the church is not gonna, quite as fun. Yeah, they're not going to throw. <laughs> they're not going to play uh, uh, early 2000s hits right. and have you get a dance. Or maybe a lot of rap. That's yeah. not happening. No, at the church. It, it definitely is not happening. Uh, I've learned that from experience. Yes. All right. Well, I think that's really uh, in tune with the demographic, obviously, in our community. Yeah. Are you seeing people come that are not just from Idle Falls? Are is the is the word kind of spreading that oh, this absolutely. is the place to come? So two of our favorite artists that we've worked with so far, uh, Hannah Nicole and uh, Adam Fink, uh, are actually based out of Rexburg. Uh, they're they're great artists. I think there's a couple more that are based out of Rexburg, but those are the ones that came to my mind. I love Hannah Nicole's music. She has an ab album release party. Uh, here on the 29th and that's going to be how amazing. fun is that she produced her whole album here and recorded it right in this room and so we're we're really excited for that uh and then we also work with uh vp productions a video uh, uh video production uh company and he they're based out of um out of rexburg so it's definitely spreading and we've had uh we have we've had interest from people in pocatello uh and so it's kind of it's it's definitely spreading uh, even more than we thought it would. Yeah, so it really sounds like um, there are two different, maybe not two different avenues, but one serves the other. Mm -hmm. So let's explore that a little bit. You have artists or wannabe artists mm -hmm. come and say, I don't really know what I'm doing. I know that I can sing and here's a song that I wrote. Mm -hmm. it, what, do you help people like that? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, abs absolutely. We, it's Really, we help anybody on the spectrum. If they already know what they, they're doing, we put them in the studio, give them a good price, and we, we see their whole project through. If they've never done music before, we have classes here where they're able to learn, learn music and then uh, get into the studio, write their own song, produce their own song with our producer, of course. We don't just 
throw them in, but we teach them all throughout this process and then eventually teach them how to perform and then put them up on stage and actually pay them to be on stage. So how exciting. If I had a kid that was interested in music, I could maybe just say, here, David, <laughs> take yeah. this child and see what, what, what is the potential here. Exactly. And the, and the great thing is because... Uh, both of both me and James are from families that pushed us to do a lot of things we might not wanted to do at some point. We we could also get down to it if they don't want to do music. Yeah, we're uh, we're, we're not comfortable with f- forcing people to do anything, and we're but at the same time, we we just really want these people's uh, these the people's uh, personality to come out. And so we're we'll ask them questions like, "Hey, what are you doing? Like, what is your type of favorite type of music?" What, uh, and then we'll get them to the point that they are. Who knows? You might have somebody here who actually really loves reggae, and maybe <laughs> they end up doing reggae music. Reggae out of Idaho Falls. Yeah, that it, would be the first, probably. Yeah, I, and and it, w- <laughs> and it would be amazing, and I want it to happen here. <laughs> yeah, I think that's great. So, what do you see the vision being? I mean, do you feel like is this a club? Is this a mentorship is that always going to be both what's the vision eventually as the club grows a little bit more and becomes more self-sufficient uh because it's been hard during the COVID season yeah we're going to expand the club and this whole area that we're in is going to be the whole club okay and then we're going to move the studio area to a different place where and then uh and then that's where we're going to have uh multiple studios and then have our uh, our mentorship program go mainly through there uh and so it would they're really separating slowly, uh, but at the same time, the pe- the kids, uh, the the youth and the adults who go through our um, our uh, mentorship program have the chance to perform at the club if they kind of fit that vibe. Yeah. Uh, and the same thing for our showcases, which would be held at the at the club. So for the showcases, is that pretty much for any any of your performers? They have a showcase. It's mm-hmm. kind of like an. Um, you know, when you had to go do a recital for yeah. your piano So thing. every Tuesday we have a showcase. Okay. Where an, uh, uh, artists can apply to be part of the showcase. And then uh, this is, we we like to keep the quality really high for these showcases. Got so it. we have to go. Because they're paying customers coming yeah. to watch this, And right? we pay them. They're paying people who come and we pay them to be on stage. So we need them to be the, the top notch. So if they're at the showcase, they are great performers. Uh, and so, and uh, that, and so we have that every single Tuesday in order to uh, kind of show the community that these people exist and they're making great music. Yeah. So, I think that's awesome. Are you saying then that anybody can come on the Tuesday and watch these showcases? Oh, anybody can come. Uh, uh, we, we we pay we actually pay the artists based off of how many people come. Oh, great. Uh, and so, uh, we pay them a. A base, if we don't quite get like many people, we st- we still pay them a good amount. Yeah. But then any, uh, if people come and we get past that amount, then we pay them based on how many people come. Uh, and it's that's what it's for, is for people to see it. Uh, we, we live stream the whole event, uh, uh, and VP Productions actually uh, uh, provides the camera for that. And, and, and uh, this week, it's going to be a big surprise, kind of, because we're adding some more stuff into our live stream. Great. Well, I'm not sure when this particular episode will air, but that will have already happened. Yeah. So be checking it out. Yeah, absolutely. What's the cost if I was to come on? Five dollars. Okay. Uh, any, uh, just about, uh, in most cases, Servant's Heart events are just five dollars. Five dollars to get into the club. It's five dollars to get into the showcase. Uh, when we have our, our, our regular open mics, which will be starting up in a couple weeks, 
those those will be five dollars. Those are all five dollar things, and we have concessions available. Uh, we we didn't we didn't start this to um, make lucrative amounts of money quick. We started it to create a culture of music. Yeah, so let's talk about that because mm-hmm. you already um, touched on the subject of COVID mm-hmm. and how the club opened in March. You know, like mm-hmm. when everything was kind of I don't know. Yeah. Did the club open? The club in March? opened in April. Oh, okay. And, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you were hot and we were hot in the middle of COVID. Yeah. So how have you navigated the fact that we really can't have crowds together? Uh, uh, Jesus and blessings, like, <laughs> like, like uh, a lot of prayers so going up. Huh? Absolutely, uh, a lot. So we had to close down the club uh, after a little while, and we we're just starting to gain traction, and we're like, we don't feel safe, uh, uh, and so we closed down the club. We only did the showcases live stream. Got it. Uh, and uh, and but really, what was crazy was we expected the club to fund most things. Sure. But the studio has been busy enough where the studio's been funding most things. And then, uh, and so it's been really, really uh, a, a huge blessing to see uh, uh, people come in and actually care enough about their work to pay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because uh, I can't tell you how many times we get people come in and say, hey, I don't have money, but I want to record the song. It's like, I, well, I have to pay somebody yeah, to right. do your whole song. So. And I will say, you've got some beautiful equipment in here. It's not like this is... Um, me on my little H6 recorder, right? We're talking full production. We're standing. We're sitting in a. Um, what is this sound called? Booth. Thank you. A sound <laughs> booth. Clearly, I don't usually record in sound yeah. booth, but you know, I mean, you have some. You have it set up here, so it is very nice. So it is concerning about mm-hmm. how uh, was this? Did you guys just scrape together your savings in order to pay the lease and get in here, or Essenti- are, are you funded by somebody? Essentially, yes. Every all the funds came from me and James. Yeah. That every uh, everything that we have here was built off off of what we had and what we put together, which is crazy because I work in nonprofits. Uh, <laughs> <and so laughs> you I, don't have a lot of profits. Yeah, and so, but uh, that's that's why I a, a lot of this has been a blessing because we shouldn't be open. We it doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense. The math doesn't make sense to us. Uh, but bills are paid. And we're we're constantly getting new people in, and it's been it's been pretty a pretty wild ride. Uh, the re- renovations we uh, through a couple of different contractors, we were able to trade some sound equipment that we had, and there we had to renovate a lot. So yeah, well, it's a beautiful space, and the event space is gorgeous. Yeah, so. Thank you. That, Fun. So what's crazy is the thing that people love the most about the event space is that wooden backdrop. Yeah. That's the only thing we didn't put in. <laughs> that was already there. <laughs> well, thank you. There was a little blessing that you got when yeah. you moved in. Yeah, it's a great space. Remind people where you're located. Uh, 1501 Northgate Mile over by Fred Meyer in between uh, Catlow's Furniture and the Bullfrog Spa Store, which used to be the Pinecrest Event Center and the Dollar Store. If you go to Office Max, look to your right, you'll see the sign. Yeah, it's tucked here in the corner. And so do you have, you've got plenty of parking for people who are coming to the club and and whatnot. Yeah. Well, it is very nice to hear that you've had the traffic with the artists and the recording, because if it was just based off of the club, I think we, you know, we may not be having this conversation. Yeah, absolutely not. If it was based off the club, we would have been been gone. Yeah. And, And that's what one of the comments that we get a lot on uh, like news posts and, uh, that that we've gotten, they'd be like, "Oh, it's going to be closed in a f- in a few months." It's like not the way that we're doing it. Yeah, uh, we we have security, then security, then security, uh, because we want to make sure to provide this. And we know it's a big culture shock 
uh, to the area. And so we're just we're just waiting for for people to to say, you know what? I'm tired of the same thing. Let's have let's go have some fun. Let's come listen to music, record some music. Well, I think it's great, and it is time to just get the word out and and let people know that there is an option like this, yeah. because it's kind of an anomaly. Have you had critics? You know, you've talked oh. about people saying, "Oh, you're going to shut down." Absolutely. Tell me about that. So what the big biggest crit, crit, critique that we've had is people saying that is that we're we're going to shut down, or, or like people have tried it before. Uh, nobody's tried it like we tried it. We've verified that nobody has ever uh, treated uh, had give, the studio had the studio and the mentorship and the mentorship. Nobody's ever done that. Uh, and so, if people have tried the club before, like the eighteen and up and the high school night that we have, people have tried that before, but there there wasn't anything else. Yeah, nothing to back <laughs> um, it up. Yeah, but we also had the showcase and everything like that. And we've also we've also had um, uh, people like. Uh, basement recording studios who haven't really given us the best, uh, the 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 best uh, feedback. When where they be like, I could do what they do in my basement, and I'm I'm like, yes, yeah, you can, you can, <laughs> you, can. <laughs> you absolutely can, because that's where we started. But uh, there's no reason for us to take from each other and and to be mad at each other. Uh, I'd r much rather us work together, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and share resources, because if because. Our producers might be good at one thing. Your producer might be good at other things, and we wanna we wanna link up with that. Yeah, it's really good. I think there's a place for all of us. Yeah. When we get into that scarcity mentality, then we get all nervous yeah. about other competitors. I so. guarantee the the market is not saturated with high quality studios in town. Yeah, great. <laughs> I love it. Tell me a little bit about the name. Then, where did Servant's Heart Entertainment come from? Yeah, so Servant's Heart uh, uh, came. It came from my original uh, rap name when I was starting out. When I left, Tell me. when I left California, my uh, mentor stopped me. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna miss you. You're a real man of service." And then I, and that kind of stuck with me. And my original uh, rap name was Demos, D David, man of service. And then it changed oh, to it. just Mos, and then, uh, and then, uh, and then it was Mosey. But now, the final one, which this is like, we've all agreed, like this is the one, is Mosey does music. And so it kind of formed from that. But within that, I, I, I was working on a project that I never release and don't ask me to release. It's <laughs> terrible. Uh, called uh, Heart of the Servant. Uh, and then, um, and then uh, when uh, I did my first uh, event, setting up sound and stuff after just helping churches and stuff, I, I was like, I need a name for this. And then me and James bought the equipment and we're like, we'll rename it. And I was instantly like, Servant's Heart. It has to be Servant's Heart. That's great. Where did you and James connect? Like, where did uh, that relationship happen? My sister was here, and I came, I came to, um, came to uh, live with her for a few months. And um, when I was still in California, I came to live with her. And she went to go into a church on the Blue Church on Ammon, uh, and uh, and then James was there. It was funny because you know Idaho Falls is kind of behind the trends all the time. Uh, and so at the time, I would say like Idaho Falls about five years off when it came to fashion. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, and James was wearing these long, long jeans that go the uh, jean shorts that go below your knees. Yeah, yeah. And I remember being like, I remember when those were popular. I, I'll probably <laughs> talk to that guy because my sister wants me to make friends. So, and so now he uh, looks like he's cool. Yeah. And so, so then we, so then we kind of linked up from there. Then, uh, and then we just kind of. Just kind of since then. You've just been friends. Yeah. And That's uh, great. every time I would come down, we would hang out. And then when I finally moved here, moved here, we were always doing, we were always working together. Now, you talked about working in nonprofit. Are mm. you still working in nonprofit? Yes. I work for the YMCA. 
and then I work for Community Youth in Action, uh, that, and, uh, and that's uh, the teen center, uh, uh, Live Teen Center over uh, uh, over on Fourth Street, taking over the old Boy Scout building. Yeah. And so uh, I w work with both of them, and then uh, Servants Heart. Our f the first Servants Heart event was actually with Habitat for Humanity, because uh, my 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 uh, in laws had some a connection through them, and they called and they were like, "Hey, our DJ just." canceled the day of can you come and do this event and I put together this rinky-dink sound system and I did <laughs> the like, event sure. actually right over here at the Pinecrest and like it worked and then I was like you know what I can do something with it yeah yeah that's great so tell me about the people who help um, you have a separate DJ right you're mm -hmm. not always DJing I am not a DJ okay uh, you are I, I want to make that very clear <laughs> I am not a DJ I am an MC and James plays music for me. neither me or James or DJ we we like to make together that you could do something yes. but it's not necessarily yes. a DJ. we we like to make that very clear because DJing is an art a whole nother art that we do not do I am an MC and James can play music got it uh, at, at the events <laughs> we do uh, our, our DJ Stephen Miner uh, amazing DJ started when he was 16 years old and started and uh, worked for companies but also did his own thing he's our resident DJ he runs our events and got he, it. he actually is starting to plan uh, a lot of our events uh, he's an amazing DJ. He's, he'll be here pretty much every club night unless he has something to cover, which is also another little tidbit. If you come through a servant's heart and you want to learn how to DJ, Steven will teach you how to DJ, and then you can actually play at the club. So you guys have, like, all the bases covered. You've got vocalists mm -hmm. that can help train me. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> maybe somebody else. Yeah. How to actually yeah. so we have voice range and Vocals, guitar, drums, piano, uh, songwriting, production, uh, and uh, performance than DJ. And so what part of that do you play? I do songwriting and uh, performance. Yeah. When I, uh, and, 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 and then we, I wouldn't say it's a class, but there is an art to recording in this room. And, like, and so usually I have the most experience in the booth. And so I will usually be here on somebody's Help first, people. first or second time to try to get them like set like, Here's where you stand and everything like that. And, and this is how you listen to yourself. Yeah. And, the whole and then I'll usually stand right on the other side of that window and I'll be looking. Because then they, <laughs> you become my student when I've been teaching you stuff. And then they'll usually be singing. I'll say stuff like, who are you singing to? Like, you're, you, the song is about this, but it sounds like you're singing <laughs> to a wall. Like, come on, guys, let's go. Yeah, let's, get, to, get in your head. Yeah, and then usually, that, that's why usually this light is off, and then they kind of they get into the zone. Yeah. And you have all the, the colored lights in there, and it looks all pretty. And people get really into it. I, I love it. I just think it's, um, it, it doesn't seem like it should be revolutionary to this area, but it sounds like it's an opportunity that we really haven't had. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so one of the inspirations behind it was in Chicago, they have something similar. Uh, theirs is a lot bigger. Uh, but a, a rapper named Chance the Rapper came, he's a big rapper now came through that program, and that's what I want to see. Oh, that's uh, great. I, 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 like I said before, Hannah Nicole is one of my favorite artists from this area, and she, I believe she's, she's going to be the next Taylor Swift, and like I can't wait for that. All yeah. right, let's get her out there. <laughs> Won't it be fun to be tied to that from the beginning oh, of absolutely. her? absolutely. That, yeah. That's And she she has been performing. I don't want to take any, uh, any cloud away from anybody. She's been performing in Rexburg for a while, and she's been building up her stuff. Uh, but I'm so happy that she's done her showcases a couple times, and she's record she's recording a whole album here. Yeah, it's and so we're cool. Gonna have a, we're gonna have an album release party for her. 29th. 
All right, so tell me, when you guys think about all of this and getting ready to do this, what have been your biggest challenges in getting it open? Uh, that's actually that's actually a kind of a trip uh, because uh, we, when it comes to getting it open, it was a lot easier than we thought it would be. Getting people in the door at first was a little bit hard, uh, especially for the club and for the showcases. In the studio, as soon as we got a couple in, Kind Word of, of mouth yeah. and everything kind of uh, happened. The thing that sucked is our marketing budget tanked because of COVID. Yeah. Like, completely tanked. And so we're, we've just been trying our best, really. And and really, it's it's been the issue of... Uh, of we we need we do things on our free time pretty much. Uh, James James uh, used to work at a bank and uh, we had him quit. I I have and then he he actually we actually live in the same house. He's in the basement. My family's on, on top. I have to pay all those bills in order for us to get going because it's an investment. We have to invest yeah. in the people. We have to invest in our time. And that's what a lot of people don't realize is that you don't just kind of you don't just start a business and then it goes well. You have to take big L's in order to get to where you're uh, wanting to go. Be prepared for that. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> so you sound like, I mean, you're a really upbeat kind of guy. Clearly, you're positive about all of this. But have you ever been discouraged in this journey? And if so, like, how do you overcome those feelings? So as early as the day before yesterday, I was, I was sitting back like, man, like, I, I want to do so much more. But then... Because I'm a creative person, when I think that, I instantly think of a good idea. <laughs> good. Uh, but um, almost instantly, I wouldn't say instantly. You know, I, pretty I, close. I, yeah, I'm dramatic, so I like to, uh, <laughs> so I like to embellish a little bit. But it would take me a few minutes. Uh, but generally speaking, there's been huge ups and downs. But like I, like I said, we're both Christians. We have, we've had, we had this faith. We, we, we are both. Ex- extremely passionate about this and the way that we see it if this fails if this fails from this point on we've already served people in this place so we're good we're happy with that we're fine with that and guess what give me give me another tax return and it's starting again and so uh, <laughs> it'll be something else yeah it well, it'll probably be close to the same thing but we learned a lesson and so we change it around and do it differently but as as of right now we've stayed firm but I, of course, I've had my my doubts and everything, but uh, that's not that's not a thought I like to stay on very long. And when there is a doubt, there always has to be an action to uh, mitigate that uh, that doubt and to do something different. Like I don't care if it's just call somebody, hey, what do you think of this idea? Yeah. Or like, hey, do you have any ideas? And yeah. Uh, yeah. Like if you if you, you just gotta move. Yeah, you gotta move. If you stay if you stay still too long. You, your feet are going to fall asleep and it's going to be hard getting back up. Well, I think you guys are a great example because of all of the things that could have crushed you, just like your critics said, was COVID and, I mean, if you were just about the club. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you guys have made this work through yeah. probably the hardest thing you're ever going to face. Yeah, I, I would agree. That that and my wife waking up early in the morning. That, that <laughs> Those are the hardest things that I've, <laughs> I've had to face. face. Uh, I... I the, the cool thing is, like I said, we're Christians. We base all of our uh, business off of biblical principles, all of our business. Yeah. And we, and we stick to that extremely hard, and it works. Like that, like that I, don't, I, don't, like, I don't care what anybody says. You could believe in God, not believe in God. I don't care. But you cannot tell me those that those principles that don't those work, principles don't work <laughs> because I've li- I'm 23 years old, 
two kids, a, a wife, and live, living happily in a house that's way too big, uh, which makes me mad With James in the basement. With James in the basement. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, I've had job opportunities that have been absolutely out of this world, don't make any sense. I have not gone to college, but I have college level, I've had college level job opportunities yeah. because of those same principles I, 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 uh, I apply to literally everything we do, our money, our, the way that we talk to people, the way we deal with people, everything. Yeah. Well, it's working. Don't, oh, don't yeah. stop that. Oh, I don't plan on it. <laughs> I don't plan on it. I think that's awesome. Well, you know, you talk like you are an entrepreneur. Did you come from an entrepreneurial family? Um, my dad owned a... I, I make fun of him for this sometimes. My dad owned a, a business in California where he sold uh, equipment to Air, the Air Force Base in California. Yeah. Uh, and then he closed down when that when that Air Force Base closed down because I was his biggest client. I always mess with him and say... Daddy, my whole dream, I call my mom, my mom, mommy and daddy still. So if somebody wants to make fun of me for that, <laughs> go, for go ahead. <laughs> but I was like, Daddy, listen, why didn't you keep that open? My whole, my biggest dream growing up was always to be running something of my own. That would have been so cool. It, it was it was like Moran, Moran Industries or something like that. Uh, but then uh, I, I think that, and knowing that my dad had tried something like that and, have, and it was successful for a, a certain amount of time, was always really inspiring to me. Then at the same time, uh, growing up and seeing my dad work a job Hard. for the same job for like 30 years, and I was like, Daddy, I respect you. you uh, you're, he's one of my biggest inspirations when it comes to my work ethic, and uh, but I don't want to do that. Yeah, right, <laughs> like, right. Because uh, he would get up at 5.30 in the morning, get, uh, get home at 6.30 at, at night, and it was like, I respect you so much, but I respect you enough that I will not have this go down the line. Yeah, it just depends. I think some of us are inspired by it because my dad was the serial entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Like he had all these businesses and that terrified me. And yeah. so I wanted that stable, go mm -hmm. to work and get a paycheck kind of job yeah. until, you know, we have our business. But yeah. I, I mean, there are a lot of different things that can inspire you to be moved to entrepreneurship. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, and, and for me, so I'm a big food person. Matter of fact, if anybody wants to send servants heart like food gift certificates or something like that, that'd be very appreciated. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but I'm a big food person, and I and I am not exaggerating when I say I work in order to supplement to my eat. food habit. That <laughs> 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 uh, I I go to BioLife specifically just so, so that you can have it, the finer things. Yep. <laughs> just so I can go out go out to eat. I'm a huge uh, uh, food person, and I I love it. I'm and. Uh, that honestly is a very big motivator. motivator for me to be an entrepreneur and do my own thing because I need time during the day. I fast every day till lunch, uh, and but after you know, that you're eating. I'm eating and it's <laughs> eating good too. If I have to go to Brolin's and pick up a steak and cook it up right there, I'll, I'll do it. Okay, well you cook too, so that's I, good. I do love cooking. <laughs> All right, well tell me, do you you know you're talking to potential maybe entrepreneurs people who are listening to your story to be inspired, but what advice would you have for anybody who's looking to branch out, do their own thing, start their own business? Stop trying to be like everybody else. <laughs> uh, and and just take take the first step. Those those two things are pretty, uh, you, you'll hear that on pretty much every entrepreneur thing that you go part of. But big thing is love, love what you do and keep on trying to do it. Uh, it's, it may not work the first time. I start. I tried to start a record label, 
record label quotes uh, <laughs> uh, years ago when I was like 16. That didn't work out. Huh. Uh, like I, that was my fr that was kind of my first thing. Uh, like, but you can't you can't just give up. You can't just give up and just because the first idea didn't work. My first ever idea was a lemonade stand. I made it out of a mop bucket. Didn't know it was a mop bucket. Probably not the safest thing, but I you, did Wait, it. wait, you made the lemonade in the mop bucket? I did make, yeah, <laughs> I did clean it. I did clean it, but it was still a mop bucket. Sure. Uh, my mom still makes fun of that. Uh, did that you sell that lemonade? Oh yeah, I made like five bucks. <laughs> and my mom wanted me to give it back. I, I didn't have the you same didn't. Christian principles. <laughs> and so I did not give it back. Uh, but that that was I made profit. Yeah, I made profit. Yeah, I didn't buy anything. I took everything from my, the fridge. Uh, yes, very resourceful. <laughs> and and that's actually a big a big thing. Is be resourceful. Be okay with trades. Be and be okay asking for things. Like so many people don't like to ask for things, and it drives me crazy. Do you know how many free meals I've gotten just, just by from, asking? Just ask, like it's like, hey, you want to you want to buy today? Like okay, cool. yeah, it, yeah, sure. <laughs> Most of the time, people are like. I'm gonna buy you that. Uh, like, just a ask for help. Like, ask for advice and uh, from whoever. Uh, I I love hearing advice from other people. Uh, uh, somebody who I consider a mentor who passed away a few years ago, Dr. Tana, who started the Pearl Health Clinic. I used uh, he gave me my first like official job and my the house I moved out into. He helped me get that. Uh, and I used to sit there and listen to him for forever. And he could t he could talk. He was a great man. I love that man. Uh, and uh, he gave me a lot of a uh, lot of advice. Um, he hated the fact I didn't go to college, though. <laughs> he always told me, "When are you going? When are you going to go to college?" Right, got to like, have that. Probably, probably won't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that wasn't for me. That was not my my yeah, uh, not your my path. Road. Uh, but listen, listening to people, not take, not doing exactly what they say, but applying those same principles, uh, uh, you, you'll you'll go somewhere as long as you move. Like, like, and then don't sleep. <laughs> Like get up, like just, like uh, like get enough sleep that you're comfortable, but then get up and self care throughout the day. Like uh, that's why that's why I eat the way I do is because that's that means something to me. That, yeah, right. That's a big deal to me. Well, you're hustling. You're doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, and a lot of people think that the hus hustling mindset is is just just work, just work, just work. I play all the time. <laughs> if when I'm working, I am playing. I'll I'll do yeah. I'll. One of my favorite things to do, and like grown-ups hate it, but I've worked with kids for the past couple of years, so I'll just be like, hey, guess what? And they'll be like, what? Chicken butt. Ah, <laughs> ah, oh, you dropped your pocket. Ah. <laughs> and, yes, and, you, you like to have fun, I can tell. Yeah, I, it's, it's and like, I'm constantly listening to music, and like self-care is huge if you want to keep on going. I do it all the time. I, like, I, I'll have to, I'll spend time uh, when I'm when I'm supposed to be working on somebody else's schedule, uh, I'll be watching a video on how to sous vide like a pork chop or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, this is so cool. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> so you're always learning. I'm always uh, so that is huge for me. Uh, when I'm in the car, I'm listening to uh, people talk about stuff, and then I also listen to like history. I love history. Uh, my mom was a history major, and so she was always telling me about hi historical stuff yeah. that people usually wouldn't know. Uh, but I will listen to history. I listen to uh, I listen to uh, the sto I love the stories of people because it really tells you like right. Like, it's you inspiring. Yeah, you don't and you don't have to do exactly what they did. No, but if you get those like those mindsets, then you you'll be in a good place. Yeah, that's why I love doing this show. It's because we may not follow your exact path, but when I hear about well, David was able to do this, 
I'm inspired. I could probably yeah. do something like that. Yeah. So and yeah. And my and, the, and my, my main my main thing is like look look for where people need help. Like if somebody needs help in some they're probably willing to pay you for it. Yeah, that's great. So what do you need from the community? What could the community do to help you? First off, come to the club. Come to the showcases. Honestly, I care more about the showcases than the club most days. I want, because I want to see these artists blow up, and I want to see it, and it's amazing. Come to the showcases. If you can't come, watch us on online when we go live on the Servant's Heart uh, Entertainment page. And, uh, and give to our Venmo because that money still goes to the artist. Not all of it because we have bills to pay. Right. But uh, a good portion of it goes to the artist. Uh, if, if you're a business owner and you want to sponsor a kid to go through our program, like, give us a call. We have, we have people, uh, young, kids and young adults and a few older people who want, who want to uh, pursue music, even if it's just, just to... Uh, self-care for themselves and to have an outlet for themselves when when a business uh, when a business uh, gives in that way they're gonna be shouted out on that on the stage on showcase when uh, when they get up they're gonna be talked about and like these are this is a whole community thing plus you're part of that um, artists growth whatever yeah. that it, yeah. you know I mean it's just fun to be a part of somebody's um, Growth and yeah. who knows what Im they're gonna ima do. Imagine one day, there's just this young person who wants to start music, and then uh, they then uh, let's say Oswald comes comes and sponsors a kid. We put them up on stage. The showcase. Uh, we we say he this this kid's music was sponsored by Oswald. Yeah. He they perform. They do they kill it. They get paid to do it, yeah. And then they get they get booked at a concert, yeah. across the country, and then and uh, across the country. And, and you've been a part of all of it. You've this. been a part of it. Yeah. You're gonna go see them at that <laughs> yeah, concert, right. yeah. and you're gonna feel. You'll be pretty, their biggest cheerleader. Yeah, you're gonna be feel pretty good, and I bet you they're gonna bring you along with them. Like yeah. they're, they're so. I, I I love I love those stories of like I I gave this person a dollar, and then they made that dollar into a million. Yeah, I'm, right. That's, so if a business wanted to do that, do they just reach out to you? Yeah, they could reach out to us. Uh, email email um, either me or James. It's uh, david at servantsrent.com or james at servantsrent.com or do a, a request on our on our website. You can yeah. put you can put it, put it in. I believe I did, did that. that. It was easy. Yeah, it's yeah. very easy. Mm -hmm. It pops and, up. And you replied right away? Yeah, they, that's that's what we do. We, we serve. We're servants. Are, we serve. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, and we... Um, uh, it, yeah, just get a hold of us if you want to hold an event. We and we hold any type of event, and those events, a portion of that always goes back to help the artists in the studio. So you, you reminded me of a couple of things. Mm -hmm. There's also a high school night, right? Yeah. So for kids that are not 18, mm -hmm. when is that? Every every Thursday, starting at seven, high school night, uh, and then uh, and then for the 18 and up nights, if they come come with a student ID, they get in for a, uh, they get a discount. I can't remember what that discount is. It's a couple bucks, though. Yeah, so that's great. Something, something in there. Just come. Come yeah. and support it. You are not only serving youth, though, because I think I heard you're doing, like, senior boxing or something. Yes. Yes, we are. Uh, well, it's not us. Uh, we're hosting it. Uh, oh, got it. Vegas Boxing uh, is is having, uh, during the week, they have, I think it's Monday and Wednesday. Don't quote me on that. Uh, Check out Vegas Boxing. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, uh, they do they do boxing classes 
for people with disabil uh, 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 seniors and those with disabilities. I think their main focus is Parkinson's. Uh -huh. uh, and so they come and do that. I'm not gonna be up that early. We're not gonna have an <laughs> event, so we, we give them a very good price. Yeah. That is free. Th those classes are free, so just come on, come on over and, and do it. On uh, Saturdays, they do another boxing class at 10. Yeah, at 10, 10 a.m., and that's for youth. Uh, but they have to finish their homework before they can be Oh, I love it. I love it. Class, yeah. So can anybody rent the space? Anybody can rent the space. Uh, we do get kind of filled up sometimes. Uh, during the day, we're pretty pretty fine. In the evening time, we do get filled up. Right. Uh, and if they want to do that, you can um, email Stephen, because Stephen Minor, Stephen Minor is our DJ. Is our DJ, mm -hmm. and he also is our uh, coordinator in our events. Okay. That's Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, at servantsheartent.com or go on our website. And do that little request form. And do the request. Okay, got it. Is there anything else you would like to share with the listeners before I let you go? Uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody in the community and uh, and shout out more to the nonprofits in the community like Habitat for Humanity, uh, the YMCA, uh, uh, Community Youth in Action. You will see Servants Heart uh, show up at at things like that uh, soon. We're trying to schedule those things out with all of our staff in order to go to like the soup kitchen and stuff like that because we're servants are. Yeah, it's clear that you're very involved in the community. and We l love this community. Mm -hmm. I hate it in the winter, but I love <laughs> I love this general community uh, and I want to I want to see it grow uh, and it and all the people that have helped us on this journey uh, has they've helped a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the YMCA has been part of that, uh, and um, VP Productions has has been great. They an ad is going to be on our showcase uh, today. Today's Tuesday, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Today, uh, and that's going to be that's going to be a, uh, a great thing to finally see that out. Uh, and uh, and actually, VP Productions is that actually gives discounts to anybody who comes through our program for their first music video. Yeah, there's just so many yeah. awesome things, great partnerships that you have. It just seems like a wonderful place to kind of fill this all out if you're yeah. interested in it. Yeah, we just want to have fun here. And, like, people, come to the showcases. Support these artists. Sit down. All you got to do is sit down. Yeah, grab, just enjoy it. Grab a drink uh, at the concession stand. Sit down and then watch these artists do what they love. Like, because like, you're gonna one day when Hannah Nicole is on the big stages, you're going to say, I was I there knew her when, when she was performing in <laughs> Servant's Heart. Like, I, it, like that, those are the stuff that we want to see. I love it. And uh, just support these artists. Like, that's, that's the biggest thing to us because they need support. They don't have it. There's not a lot of places for them to go to, um, to actually to do practice this. No, there isn't. Well, David, thank you so much for your time today and for the ability to actually record this podcast in your studio. This is kind of a first for me, so thank you. It's clear that you have a passion for the work. James does. Um, and you definitely have a desire to give the opportunity to the youth in our area. So thank you so much. It's so fun to see all that you're providing to the community. And I wish I would have had something like this back in my day. Maybe I would have been an aspiring singer or something. You, never, you could still do it. You could still do it. <laughs> I could still do it. Well, I look forward to seeing the performers you're going to mentor and all the talent that we have right here in East Idaho. So thank you again. And, and again, if you ever need to use our space, 
for, for hey guys, you let, let us know. I might start sounding super legit here in just hey, a little while. Hey, we, that, that's <laughs> the way we do things. We, we make things sound good. We, yeah. we serve good sound also. Exactly. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. All right, as a reminder, this show is sponsored by Oswald Service and Repair with locations in Idaho Falls and Rexburg. If you're looking for automotive repair provided with honesty and integrity, come and see us and let our family take care of your family. Now stay tuned for the Business Leadership Moment. It's now time for a Business Leadership Moment on East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast. Thank you for joining me for the Business Leadership Moment. This segment is sponsored by Idaho RiseCon. RiseCon is an East Idaho business conference held every November. It's coming up, guys. It will be virtual, so you can be a part of it from wherever you are. You can check it out at IdahoRiseCon.com. They also have a sister event called RiseX, and you can learn more about it at RiseX.io. Uh, today, I wanted to talk with you guys about taking a risk and putting yourself out there. I recently read uh, a story about a 24-year-old Frenchman named Philippe Petit, and he was in 20, in 1974, he was 24 years old, and he walked a high wire illegally rigged between the Twin Towers of New York's World Trade Center. So when the Twin Towers stood, this man in 1974 walked across them. Now, it was the highest, they're the highest buildings, and it was like 1,350 feet above the ground. So he rigged it all night long, um, being very secretive because he was breaking the law. And at like 7 o'clock that morning, he stepped out onto the wire. And clearly everyone was absolutely shocked. Um, not only did they hold their breath because they saw him up there, but the buildings were swaying that morning because of the wind. Um, rain began to fall. And it made the wire between the towers wet and slippery. And he um, not only walked this wire, but he sat on it. Um, he saluted watchers. He danced. He walked, laid, laid on it. I mean, it was crazy what he did. But when he started, he said that he stood there for a moment. And he took a deep breath. And then he stepped out onto the wire. Um and then, you know, people were kind of helpless because they weren't going to go out there and get him. So he was out there for like 45 minutes performing for all of the people who were watching. And you can imagine at that time in New York City, there were many people who were arriving for work and um, spectators that were down there in the, uh, on the ground watching what was happening. Um, so as he climbed back onto the building, he was definitely arrested by the police because they were like, in fact, one of them said, if you don't get out over here, I'm going to come out there and get you. And that would have been, you can imagine, such a disaster. So he came, he willingly came to the building. He was arrested, um, although the charges were later dropped because um, it was actually so entertaining and so cool that they had him do a performance in Central Park for some kids and they dropped the charges. Um, but a few years ago, at a presentation of the movie called Man on Wire, which was about him, he took some questions about the feat that he did. And someone asked him, what's the most difficult part of this that you just did? Is it the psychological preparation? 
Is it overcoming your fear of death? And you can imagine he'd been practicing high wire for, he was only 24, but for the majority of his life, he'd been perfecting that. Um, and so he, his, his reply was fascinating. And he said, it's the second step. So it wasn't the first step, but it was the second step. And he said, you see, with your first step, you still have one foot anchored and supported by something solid. But with the second step, you have to shift your center of gravity so that your entire body is no longer supported by anything solid. And isn't that, I just think that that is a fascinating statement because this isn't true just for tightrope walkers. And I think the mistake that so many of us is to think that we will fall if we take the second step. And, and really, you will only fall if you never take the second step, right? So it really gives us a, a perspective about what are we still hanging on to? And what, what is it that's going to take you to make your second step? Um, so think about that today as you're going about your stuff. What's holding you back from taking that second step, putting, doing it all in, just going for it? Um, take that tiny step, but it's going to be a step. And the step after that will only become clear once you take that first step. So take that action, move, and do something great that you've been thinking about doing. Let's n- don't hold yourself back. We, s- we so often hold ourselves back. So let's be inspired by Philippe. Petit, and um, let's not go high wire walking at 1350 feet, although it does feel like that oftentimes when we're taking those scary steps. Take that step, take some action, go out there and do great things. All right, we'll see you back here next week. Thank you, have a great week. Thank you for listening to East Idaho Entrepreneurs Podcast, proudly brought to you by Oswald Service and Repair for all your car care needs in Eastern Idaho. Let our family take care of yours. www.oswaldserviceinc.com.